Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Duncan Aviation's Trade Talk podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and today I'm joined by one of our aircraft sales and acquisitions sales rep, Doug Roth, to talk about what it's like to be a first-time aircraft buyer. Doug, you have extensive background as an aircraft sales broker and a pilot yourself. How long have you been in the aviation industry? Well, thanks, Eric. It's great to be here and talk with everyone today. Um, my experience goes uh, back about 45 years. So I've been in the business for 45 years. And out of that, uh, about 40 years of it has been in aircraft uh, sales. I actually started out as an avionics uh, technician and became a pilot and a flight instructor and was then from that point offered a, a job in aircraft sales, which is where I've been ever since. Awesome. You mentioned you're a pilot. How many flight hours do you have under your belt? I'm, a, I'm about a 7,000 hour total time uh, pilot, um, type rated in several different jets. And as I mentioned, I'm still a flight instructor uh-huh. and, and actually fly as a hobby. I fly aerobatics, fly air shows as a hobby. Okay, awesome. If you had to put a number to it, how many aircraft transactions would you estimate you've completed in your time as a sales rep? Well, it's always varied from year to year, but if I had to just put a conservative number on it, I would say somewhere in the realm of, um, you know, 300. Wow. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So you definitely have experience. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Doug, thanks for joining me. This pandemic has caused a lot of new trends in the business aviation industry. One of those being the increase in first-time aircraft buyers. Why is this? Well, I think uh, one of the reasons people, uh, first-time buyers, are taking a hard look at the um, at going into aircraft is, um, you know, one of it is uh, due to social distancing. We're all into social distancing, and when you look at flying on the airlines, if you have a need to travel, going through the terminal and getting into uh, the airliners, it's hard to it's hard to social distance and. You're, um, you know, with a lot of people you don't know. So by using private aircraft, um, it's a lot easier to social distance. You go through small private terminals and then you're on board with a group of people that that, you know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think companies, too, are realizing that you save so much time flying private. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, the key thing right there. Uh, Flying private is convenience. That's really what it's all about, convenience. You can go on your own schedule Mm -hmm. and you can go more directly to from your home base airport to the uh, airport of your intended destination. Yep. They can set those executives on a flight in the morning, fly to their destination and fly back after a meeting. Absolutely. Yes. In In a private jet, um, a lot of times a meeting, a day trip, mm-hmm. as I call them, um, you may have to do an overnight if you go on the airline, sometimes two overnights to go on an airline to get a one day meeting, um, say at a destination that's a thousand miles away. However, in a private jet aircraft, a lot of times those can be done in an easy day. So no overnight um, and just out and back. In fact, uh, I've talked to some of my clients uh, Right now, as their flying started to pick back up after the pandemic, their initial flying was no overnights. They would leave early in the morning, Mm -hmm. go out and stop at a few sites, conduct their meetings and come home. Yeah, exactly. Or once this pandemic kind of fades out, do you think these trends will stay? As people look at um, the convenience of flying in their own aircraft, when you go from convenience to the security of it, and then when you look at the total cost of what it is when you fill the seats up for a specific trip, mm-hmm. and then you you look at the cost. Granted, the flying private is going to be more than the airlines. 
However, that cost over and above the total cost for the trip for all the seats, mm-hmm. uh, when you put that total cost into the total cost of the trip for food, lodging, entertainment, and such, that, that, that increase in cost is maybe only just a small increase in the total budget for the trip. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what advice would you give to a first-time aircraft buyer? Well, um, the first thing to do is to identify your major trip. What What is the major trip that you want to try to um, cover with, with a private airplane? And then also have in mind um, what kind of an operating budget, what um, annual kind of an annual operating budget would you want for the aircraft? This includes the purchase price of an airplane. And then at the end of the year, how much do I want to spend on this? And then after that, why then uh, call around and talk to a few of the professional brokers uh, like myself and Mm -hmm. uh, describe what you're trying to do, saying, I'm trying to do this trip. And I'm trying to do it within this budget. Is it possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the broker, somebody like myself who's experienced in acquisitions, I'll tell you whether it's possible or not. Mm-hmm. And and if it isn't, maybe some just some suggestions on how we can accomplish that. Yeah. You mentioned acquiring a broker. Is that mandatory? Do you think that you need a broker if you're going to buy an aircraft? Well, it's not mandatory. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go out and you can call and uh, do your own research, both online by talking to people. And it's a very steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that learning curve, there's chances for errors. Uh, by going out and hiring a professional, somebody that that's going to be on your team looking out after your best interest, they'll use uh, their experience in the industry to eliminate that steep learning curve and make it a lot more enjoyable and pleasurable um, experience getting into your first airplane. Yeah. Well, you touched on it earlier. You have experience doing this. So there's things I'm sure that you'll catch that, you know, your typical person wouldn't. So let's say someone's interested in purchasing an aircraft. What's the first step they should take? Yeah. The first step would be to reach out to someone like myself and and give give a professional call and, and let them know what your objective is at a very high level. Uh, just to get the dialogue started, because um, once you, you speak with somebody that um, uh, that knows the um, uh, the cost of uh, cost of acquisition, cost of operation, and how the aircraft will perform, what it will do for you, uh, they can start to narrow down on the best choices for um, um, you know the kind of trips that you're trying to cover. Yeah, so I saw a Forbes article about first-time private jet owners are selling their aircraft already. Why do you think that is? Yeah, that's a great question. It it could be possible, and this is just my opinion, that, that perhaps they went in and they just went out and bought an airplane on their own without doing the research and without um, having somebody to guide them through whether the airplane would perform the mission or guide them through on the operating costs. And you know, they may have all of a sudden realized once they were in the airplane, it wasn't what they expected. So hopefully those first time buyers that are selling airplanes, that all it is is an adjustment where they'll come back in with the right aircraft. Mm -hmm. I think it boils down to an aircraft purchase is more than just the purchase price. It's really a long-term commitment. Yeah, that's well put. It's um, what I always say, especially in, in the, when you get into the inexpensive jets, a lot of times the purchase price is only a small factor of the total operation or ownership, say for five years, for five years projected ownership. Um, once you get into um, 
the cost of the annual cost of operation for fuel and maintenance and pilots, hangar and insurance, uh, you know, the purchase price starts to become fairly small. I'd say end of the day, give Doug a call if you're interested. Um, he's been doing this for 30 plus years. He knows the ins and outs of the industry. Um, he'd be happy to talk you through and just see what opportunities are out there. Yeah, absolutely. Love to talk to you anytime, anyone, anytime. Uh, been in the business a long time. I'm in it because I love airplanes and I think it's the greatest way to get around and um, be happy to share my knowledge. Yep. Well put. So, Doug, why Duncan Aviation? Great question. Um, why Duncan Aviation? The um, We've been in the business. Duncan Aviation has been in the business for um, over 60 years. Duncan Aviation started out actually as a uh, Learjet dealer, aircraft sales. We've been aircraft sales orientated uh, from the beginning, um, customer orientated, uh, not only selling airplanes, but servicing what we sell. So the key is with Duncan Aviation, we have a lot of experience that's unusual for a broker in that we have a high technical experience. Um, we know the values of the airplanes, how they're trading. And we also, just from our in-house experience, know how to take care of the airplane, know what to look out for in the uh, uh, some of the technical things that you need to know about the airplane to operate it. So that's probably one of our greatest advantages out there. Yeah. And like I said, our team combined has over 35 years of experience buying and selling aircraft. We have people all across the United States. That is great. That That's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because of the, because of the size of our company, we are in touch with a lot of aircraft owners every day, helping them with typical maintenance solutions on their aircraft. And a lot of times, we will know when somebody's interested in selling the airplane and it allows us to find off-market opportunities. And again, uh, because we are talking uh, to a lot of these owners and helping them with their maintenance solutions, it gives us greater, greater knowledge in um, you know, what to expect with, um, uh, in the aircraft ownership, what to expect with maintenance and ownership. Yep, exactly. Do you have an example or a story of a first-time buyer? You know, the one story that I can think of is uh, I did get contacted by, uh, been contacted by some first time buyers just via just email chats, just quick. Mm -hmm. um, you get an email. I'm interested in, um, in considering my own aircraft. Um, what can you tell me about um, uh, the ownership and operation of, of the airplane? So, you know, a quick email back. Um, uh, it starts out with a list of questions. Well, how, how are you going to operate the airplane? What is your expected budget? You know, one thing I would recommend to anybody is, is that uh, pick up the phone and give um, somebody like myself a call directly because we can certainly um, get down to the bottom line of uh, what would be the most appropriate aircraft to fit your needs very quickly. And I'll put Doug's contact information in the sh show notes of this page. So feel free to reach out to him, give him a call, shoot him an email. He'd be happy to talk with you. Absolutely. Uh, please call anytime. So, Doug, what's your advice in deciding if aircraft ownership is right for you? I'm trying to decide whether private jet transportation and aircraft ownership is right for you. A great way to try private jet transportation is to charter. Mm -hmm. uh, find a local charter operator and take some charter flights on your trips and check out the different kind of airplanes that they may have to offer. You may soon find that you might have a preference over a different cabin sizes or seating configurations, but it's a great way to start, uh, try it out. Charter is um, really uh, uh, the equivalent, the charter cost is really the equivalent cost of ownership. 
Mm-hmm. So um, it isn't like it's um, you're paying a, a premium for the charter. It is really very, very economical as compared to actual ownership. Um, and then once once you do, once you have some experience uh, with charter, um, um, then then is a great time to maybe reach out to somebody like myself and then talk to me about your experience and what your preferences are and the types of trips that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So why is it important to have an experienced broker on your side? The greatest advantage to having an experienced broker or acquisition agent is um, to work through the complexities of, of ownership. Uh, the, uh, the complexities start out um, with selecting the right aircraft. In our um, aircraft um, acquisition program, we have what's called the 10 steps of uh, aircraft acquisition. So, uh, you know, we start out at the point where we talk about the type of trips that you're going to go, we, uh, the number of people you're going to take on the trip, how many, uh, what kind of runway links you're going to go in and out of. This will determine which airplanes we should look at. Once we focus in on the uh, make and model airplane that's going to best fit your needs, then, then the next step is we go to the marketplace and then we find the, um, the best value airplane out there. We don't always try to buy the cheapest. We try to buy mm-hmm. the best, the best value, and that's just a combination of of age, how well the aircraft has been maintained, and model year. Well, the model year's age, the the total time, how how much time is on the aircraft, uh, and the condition of the aircraft. So these are a lot of a lot of things that um, we go through. Uh, that you as that if you're not familiar with it, it would take a steep learning curve to get through that, you know, and then it, it progresses on from there to how do you make an offer on an airplane? When an offer is accepted, what do you do? How do I assure that the aircraft's a good aircraft, that that um, what I'm paying for the airplane and how it's represented, is it correct? How do I uh, check the aircraft out? How do once I make once I'm satisfied that it's a good aircraft, what's the next step to purchasing the aircraft and making sure I have clear title of it? Now you own the aircraft. Then there are some steps after that. There's things like um, I'm going to have to secure hangar for the aircraft to keep it hangered. I'm going to have to secure insurance for the airplane. I'll have to have uh, do I hire pilots or do I? use contract pilots, or do I hire a management company? Mm -hmm. Those are all the kind of things that we can figure out up front, which will be, um, you know, the best for you. So the point is, is uh, there's many steps there to get you to the point where the airplane is finally in service and and Mm -hmm. smoothly operating. Yeah. Like I said, a lot more complex than most people would think. Exactly. What about a pre-buy? Why is a pre-buy so important? Well, a pre-buy is so important because in any pre-owned airplane, um, it can be they're all in a different state of wear and tear and there's can be some expensive inspections or in, in expensive um, life limited parts on the aircraft that could be coming due and this is just the normal thing the normal life cycle of an aircraft and in the pre-buy the pre-buy agency will go through and give you a list of those inspections that are coming due or that have been complied with parts that have been changed out or parts that are coming up and they all reflect on the value of the aircraft. Um, it, it's it's not a problem having an airplane with inspections coming up. You just adjust for it in the price. 
The other thing too, and that speaks to the scheduled inspections. The other thing uh, that we have to watch for in the pre-buy are is the unscheduled maintenance that occurs to an airplane. Mm-hmm. Unscheduled maintenance is maintenance that just you is, are things that you repair as you find them. Mm-hmm. And things such as um, corrosion on an airplane, it's, um, it is really, it's actually something that's found during scheduled inspection. However, what you want to do is take a good look at an airplane uh, for corrosion to make your best estimate at the next scheduled inspection, if it's going to be a minor problem or a significant problem, and then make an adjustment either in price from there have it repaired before you buy it, or maybe uh, you decide, nope, this is not the right aircraft for me. Mm-hmm. The key thing about the uh, pre-buy inspection is to get a good look to know the the condition of the airplane on the day that you take it home. The pre-buy is also a great time to refresh the paint interior as well. Um, the aircraft's in-house, it's down. That That is correct. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because mm-hmm. um, I've had many buyers that when we go out to look for an aircraft, um, we won't care the, about the condition of the paint and mm-hmm. interior at all, mainly because we're already budgeting to do brand new paint and interior to the aircraft after purchase. A lot of buyers, a lot of times, they will say, well, now that I've bought this, I just want to put it down for the paint and interior and make it just the way I want it so that when I take it home and put it in service, it's ready. I won't have to mm-hmm. six months later, nine months later, a year later, put it down uh, uh, for the paint and interior. Typical paint and interior can take anywhere from six weeks to uh, eight weeks to maybe even 12 weeks, depending on what you do. So buyers just want to get that done right up front. And the other thing that it does is, is that they take home their airplane. Mm-hmm. It's designed to their specifications and it'll be like a brand new airplane. You know, you may have brought someone else's, uh, you may have brought in a perfectly good airplane that's in great condition as far as uh, maintenance and everything, but the paint and interior is is kind of old and maybe a little bit dated, mm-hmm. worn, but then the airplane comes out like a brand new airplane. So really you're getting a brand new airplane for the price of a used one. That's correct. That is correct. The only difference will be... Uh, just the model year and the total time on it. And if you put new paint and interior to uh, the same designs as the new air, new aircraft coming off the line, most people can't tell the difference. Yeah, we have such a talented completions and modifications team that does some amazing work. They have, and it's always, it's always fun to work with um, a new owner of an airplane or a prospective buyer as mm-hmm. we're working through the buying process, uh, process and we look at different airplanes and our designers go in and give them the possibilities of what we can do with that mm-hmm. with that aircraft. It's just a lot of fun to watch the process. Yeah, our design team's awesome. There's oh, really are. nothing They're that the they greatest. can't nothing they can't do. They're the greatest. Awesome, Doug. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Appreciate okay. your insight. You bet. Glad to visit with you. Yep. Like I said, give Doug a call, shoot him an email. He'd love to talk with you and see what possibilities are out there. I also invite you to check out our website, duncanaviation.arrow. We have a handful of different resources there, case studies, fact sheets, and all of our aircraft listings are also on that page. Thanks, everyone.